You're listening to the Thunder Pregame Show on 107.7 The Franchise. That's right. This is the Franchise First Take Thunder Postgame Show. Oh man, and the vibes are immaculate. It's our it's our home our home opener. It's not the Thunder's home opener. Uh, it is our home opener, so you know that we are at Flint Restaurant underneath the Colcord Hotel. I mean, guys, this is this is the biggest vibe show that there is, I think, in the in the entire universe. Um, the vibes are immaculate here uh, at Flint underneath the Colcord Hotel. We get to see our good buddies Kevin, Matt in the bar, uh, new buddy Chad. Uh, at the bar, new guy back behind the bar. I mean, it, it is uh, the, the vibes are just great here uh, at Flint. But I am Matt Burton, and as always, I am joined by Drake and Josh. Oh yeah, oh yeah, there it is. It's the music, baby. I love it. Got Josh Conant, Drake Vitito back behind the glass. We were all in attendance at this game for a, a little bit. Um, guys, first off, I mean, I'm bearing the lead here. The Thunder get a win. The Thunder, the Thunder get a win, uh, 108-94 to over the Los Angeles Clippers, who just don't want Oklahoma City to have nice things. They will just uh, always lose uh, to the Oklahoma City Thunder, uh, sitting Paul George, sitting Kawhi Leonard, uh, all of that good stuff. Uh, but, gentlemen, uh, first off, let's get the pleasantries out of the way josh how are we doing we're doing great we're at flint it's a beautiful place beautiful service great food great drinks everything's amazing and you know what we got the dub i'm not saying it's coincidence we need to come here more often (laughs) absolutely drake drake you were also uh, in attendance we had a nice wave uh to each other uh you were in the good seats we were in the (laughs) a little higher higher than the nosebleeds yeah drake how are we doing tonight I'm feeling good. Uh, I had no idea that Moses Brown played for the Clippers. I know that's kind of sacrilegious <laughs> to say that, but uh, that man is tall. We were I was sitting really close to right by courtside, and that man is uh, is not short. No, yeah, Moses Brown, a very tall human being, and uh, yes, it, I I can say tall human being. I, I was talking to Josh too. I, I used to when I was in high school. I had a buddy who. Uh, his mom worked for the Thunder. She still does. Um, shout out Jennifer Sorrells. Uh, she is a she is a saint. But um, she let us ball boy when we were in high school. Um, so, so we cool. got to, we got to sweep the floors, do all that cool stuff. But the cool part is we got to you know you know pass the ball to, the, to all the guys doing their individual workouts pregame and all this stuff. Um, and I I, I told Josh. Uh, I stood next to Roy Hibbert, <laughs> and that is the tallest human being I've ever seen. The gigantic he, man. He reminded me of um, any of the avatars that you saw in the movie <laughs> Avatar. Um, he, he was that that tall. But all right, enough of that. Enough of the old the old ball boying days. <laughs> it's time to get to the Oklahoma City Thunder's victory over the Los Angeles Clippers, who the Clippers just don't want to see Oklahoma City have nice things. Because uh, they just continue to let OKC win, and guys, uh, Shea Gildas Alexander and Trey Mann were the uh, the stars of the show tonight. Shea Gildas Alexander, the main man, again, I feel like it, shooting fifty percent from the field is just what he does now. It was just what Shea does now. Um, Thirty three points, eight assists, five boards, eleven of twenty two from the field, hit both of his three pointers, and then the most important. I mean, nine of nine from the free throw line. Um, 
three steals, three blocks. He's doing he's doing everything right now. He is doing everything he can um, to will this Thunder team to wins. Sorry, sorry win singular. They, one they win, have one they win. have a yep. win, but they've been competitive in in, in all these games. And um, man, Josh, it, it just it can, he's continuing on from what, what we've seen so far. And I think that's going to be his average is just filling up the stat sheet. It's what he does, like you said. And I texted Drake maybe five minutes in the game when he had ten points. And I said, this is probably about to be the most quiet 30-point game. Yeah. End of the game, 33 points, three blocks, three steals. You already said his stats. Just loaded the stat sheet. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's just what he does at this point. We can't be surprised. And, uh, yeah, I, I love to see it. Especially Trey Mann. Trey Mann being the second fiddle but also kind of looking like the main man. Great, great to see that. Drake, you want to jump in on uh, on Shay's night? Oh, okay. Sorry, I know there's a little bit of a delay. I didn't want to try and. They're good. Yeah, we we got a delay. We're good. Okay. We're good. Okay. We're working it out. So uh, I feel relieved because SGA is smarter than all of us. What do I mean by that? Well, uh, the man has been <laughs> dropping thirty burgers uh, ever since this season started, and you want to know why he's done Yummy. that? Not just because he's uh, not just because he's gotten so much better over uh, each passing year. But he knows that this tanking time, it's uh, it's coming to an end, boys. It, I would say one, maybe two years left. He's got to go get his uh, he's got to go get his all star, and he's got to go get it right, <laughs> right now. And he's doing that. He, that is a man on a mission for his first all star nod. Seriously, man, he has been uh, uh, he has been awesome to start this year. He is on an absolute tear. Um, I know people around here, uh, all of us who, who, who cover the Thunder and who watch the Thunder regularly, excuse me, um, we're not surprised by this. We're, we're not surprised by uh, Shea's tear that he's on to start the year. I mean, again, we talked about it. I mean, he had 33. This one was a little bit louder. It was a little bit louder. But, again, Maybe Josh, some you squeaks. Were, Josh, you and I were in the, in the, in the press box, too, in the, in the first half. In that first quarter, I think he had ten already yep. in the first quarter, and I was like, "Yeah, I mean, Shay, Shay's played good. And yeah, he's got oh, he's got ten already. Yep. He's already got ten. He's already, already, in, already in double digits. Um, but again, to uh, I mean, we, we expect this from Shay, someone who I want to brag about a little bit is Trey Mann. Mm-hmm. Uh, you alluded to it earlier, Josh. Yes. Um, he had twenty five points tonight, ten of twenty four from the field, two of eight from downtown, but. Um, as far as driving to the basket, he was he was awesome tonight. He was he was better than we've seen uh, lately. But dude, he again. I, I I've said this before. I, I know I got close to it. I got close to it. I don't know when. At some point this year, he is going to go off for thirty plus. Like he yeah. is going to go off for thirty plus. Um, he just has that kind of, especially if. You know, Josh Giddy misses game here or there. Shea yep. misses game here or there. Like we're like we're seeing uh, to start the season off. Uh, Trey Mann is going to get his, and he absolutely did that tonight. And I think it's kind of the same thing as last season, where we saw Josh Giddy just flirting with a triple double for so long. Right. We're Trey Mann is literally just flirting with going off. Like he's he's doing great things. His handles are so smooth. Driving to the basket's amazing. And uh, as you said tonight, he's filling up the stat sheet just like Shea. And uh, it's what you love to see. And I think especially for Trey Mann, he's getting national attention now. And I think that's great for him. I was was talking to uh, Todd about Trey Mann uh, early last week. And uh, the big thing about him, I knew, listen, we all know he can cook on the offensive end, okay? He can get it going very, very fast. 
But the thing I wanted to see from him was just to be able to be a little better on-ball and off-ball defense because I know uh, if you're getting nitpicky, that's the nitpicks that we had with Trey Mann last year. Oh, man. I was paying more attention to what he was doing on the defensive end than the offensive end. He stays in front of people now, guys. I know know we don't like to talk about the defensive end because it's not as sexy as what he can do on the offensive end. But, man, he was in rotation. He was staying in front of guys. He was going for rebounds. It's refreshing to see. It's refreshing to see. It absolutely is, man. Trey, man, uh, it's going to be a struggle going forward keeping this guy off the floor. And especially in crunch time minutes, I, I feel. I mean, especially, like, again, everyone kind of knows the score. We, we all know, like, hey, Maybe not trying to win every game on the schedule this season, but going forward, uh, Trey Mann might just play himself into some of these crunch time minutes because he he can just fill it up, man. He, he can just absolutely uh, fill it up from the floor. A guy I also wanted to touch on, too, um, got in the starting lineup, Aaron Wiggins. Aaron Love Wiggins, it. a double-double for Mr. Wiggins tonight, 11 points, 10 boards. He also had three steals. Uh, and a block, but just the dirty work. I don't. I don't know if he'll ever touch 14 field goal attempts again. Um, but <laughs> he was five Probably fourteen, not. five fourteen from the field. Um, but Aaron Wiggins, man, he is to me. He feels like uh, Kenrich Williams 2.0. Like he's just going to be a solid NBA player. He's not gonna. He's not gonna be a great player. You know getting all stars and all that stuff like that. No, no, no. That's that's not going to be Aaron Wiggins. He is going to be Kenrich Williams where I feel like any contender because I, I feel this way about Kenrich Williams. Any contender would love to have Kenrich Williams on there. 100%. Because he's a guy that's going to come in, do the dirty work, play good defense, shoot it when he's open, pass it when he's not, and he's going to just do the right thing pretty much every time down the floor. And I feel like Aaron Wiggins... We'll definitely feel that fill that role because I mean we, we've talked about talked about it a lot. Jerry talks about you know the roles for championship teams that you need. You got to have you know your star players. You got to have your other other role guys. You got to have a guy that uh, everyone hates. You don't know if he's <laughs> playing for you or against you. Yeah. Um, but Aaron Wiggins, I feel like he is going to be a such a good role player in this league. And I, I obviously want to see it with Oklahoma City, but even if it's not with Oklahoma City, I think Aaron Wiggins definitely has a place in this league. I think that's a great comparison whenever you said Kenrich 2.0 because that's exactly what I think everybody sees at this point because he is probably one of the most fundamental players that we have, just like Kenrich Williams. The hustle, yep. you, like you said, he's going to pass it when he's not open. He's going to shoot it when he is. And I just think that's a great intangibles that you can't really – teach somebody so i do think that having two of those guys on the team is tremendous because i think like you said when you talk about a contending team you need those guys that are fundamentally sound and can just be on the court and play very well with whoever is up there so yeah uh tonight i think was a little bit of an anomaly game for wiggins just like you said uh, Matt, he's not going to be taking 14 shots every given night. Uh, right. Once, right. once uh, Jay Will gets back in the lineup, once Giddy gets back, he's going to go back to being just that super solid role player. And listen, I know we talk about A. Wiggins being a super solid role player for another team. I don't want him to go to another team. I want him to be that. <laughs> Absolutely. Seven. Once we get this, once we get out of this little uh, 
tank train and we're we're starting to compete for stuff. <laughs> um, I want A. Wiggins to be our seventh or eighth guy off the bench. He's just super solid. Doesn't, you know, force a lot. He doesn't make a lot of turnovers. Super smart ball player. Great on defense. He was giving Reggie Jackson fits all night long. And yep. I, I just yep. I just don't I just don't want to see him go. No, I, I'm completely with you. I'm completely with you. I, I, think, I think Matt Oklahoma wants to ship him out. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I think he's the like Kenrich Williams replacement. I think Kenrich Williams gets moved at some point. Yeah. Um, especially he got signed to a long term deal, and again, like I like Kenrich Williams. I'm a, I am such a fan of Kenrich Williams, and he and, is the person that said he wants to retire here. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> even even like. Me, um, you know, just I'm just here talking on the radio. Yep. Uh, if I think Kendrick Williams is a good player, I, I feel like someone in the NBA, like contending teams, could be like, "Hey, I could use this guy." Hey, do you think the Los Angeles Lakers could use a guy <laughs> like Kendrick Williams right now? I think they I'm would not saying love. They're, I'm not Kendrick saying Williams. they're contenders, but I'm saying yeah. a guy that can come in, he's going to work his ass off on defense, yep. and he's going to make the right play nine times out of ten. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think any contender would love to have Kendrick Williams on his te- on on their team. So that's more what I'm thinking. I, I'm thinking Aaron Wiggins moves up for Kendrick his personal Williams. success. Kendrick yeah. Williams might move on at some point. Yep. Uh, and Oklahoma City gets more draft compensation, something like that. But uh, no, I, I want Aaron Wiggins here. I want Aaron Wiggins here because I think I think he can absolutely play, and I think he'll be a very very solid role player for a long time uh, for the Thunder. Guys, um, we might need to talk about Lou Dort. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to. I don't know if I want to talk about Lou Dort. Um, positive. Okay, let's let's go positives. His plus minus plus twenty five. He was he had the <laughs> highest plus minus. Uh, out of any Thunder player, yep. plus 25, he was 1 for 11 from the floor mm. of 6 from 3. 2 for 2 from the line. All right. Um, yeah, okay, so he he, he did he hit his free throws. That's good. That's good. That's, that's what you need. Because um, certainly we've had defensive stoppers here at Oklahoma City who would not go 2 for 2 from the mm. line. Um, but I think, I don't know. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure that I hated... A majority of the shots that he took. Some of them were open threes. You know, yep. the ball gets moved to you, you're open, you got to shoot him. But man, I. This is almost like the opposite of what we saw last year. Last year, he was actually scoring pretty well. He, he was doing well driving to the basket, he was actually hitting some open threes. Um, but. I don't know. I'm not ready to say Lou Dort is broken offensively. I'm not going to pretend that he was ever fixed offensively. But Josh, do you break do you break this down to okay? Just tough stretch to start the year. Like yep. no big deal. He'll figure it out. He's a pro basketball player. He's mm-hmm. going to figure it out. Or I mean, do you think it's time to you know dial dial back some of the uh, the Lou Dort field goal attempts? I think I think from what we saw last year, which what you said was. He built on it. We saw offensive possessions where he was shooting the ball really well. Some great games from him last season. Um, so I think the beginning of this season, I think he's taken a step back, and I don't think you want to see that, um, obviously, in the owners, GMs, coaches' rooms. But I think that's what's happening, and I think you do kind of have to lower the field goal attempts because he's not performing at least as of right now. So, yeah, I think it's kind of a dial it back, but I do think that he's going to get back to 
what he did. I don't think it was a fluke last season by any means. I'm not. Uh, I'm not ready to uh, pull the plug yet. Uh, we are only four games into uh, the season. True. True. Once once we get to like games like eight through twelve, and if this still continues, that's when I'm going to start sweating a little bit. I mean, you have to remember the man did just sign a contract. <laughs> A new contract yeah, yeah. That, that that keeps him here until you know the 2026-2027 season. I'm not trying to make a connection that's saying you know the board man got paid and now he's not doing what he needs to be doing. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna push the brakes just a bit. Let's wait until game eight through game twelve. See how he's doing. Then he's still doing great things on the defensive end. Like he's all that's how Absolutely. he made his name. Still doing it. Uh, but let, let let's just let's just take a deep breath. It all comes at some point, okay? It's going to come. Okay, see, that's why I ask you guys. That's why I ask you guys. I, I, I need you guys to kind of, you know, talk me down a little bit. Talk, talk, me down talk you bit. from no, the ledge. No, I do agree. I do agree. Ludor, like, listen, he, he did grow a little bit last year um, on the offensive end um, for, from the times we got to see him play and, and the unfortunate, like, shoulder injury that kept him out uh, for, for most of the season. Um, but he, he did look better. He did look better uh, offensively. And again, too, I, I, I'm not gonna. I, I, I jest. I joke a little bit. Uh, I'm, I'm not worried about Lou Dort um, offensively. Listen, I mean, he played a little bit with Team Canada this this off season. Um, but this is like the first like NBA minutes he's gotten in a, in a while. I mean, he had like season-ending shoulder surgery. Yep. Like, I mean, we didn't get to see him a lot of last season, and, and what we did get to see. Uh, he, he was doing a lot better. So I, I, I'm not worried about Lou Dort. Um, but, yeah, it's a, it, it's a tough stretch, tough stretch to start the year. Um, a, a guy, another guy, before we got before we get out of this, I, I wanted to get to uh, was Darius Baisley. Darius Baisley, I thought, did a lot of good things, uh, especially in that first half. Um, not only, I mean, there, there was one, he screened, set the ball screen, rolled hard, hard to the paint, uh, to the rim. SGA hit him. Easy dunk. I think that's perfect. I think that that is perfect for Darius Baisley. We don't need a pick and pop from Darius Baisley. We've seen, we've seen that. I mean, 0 for 2 from 3, and um, he, he's not the best shooter in the world. But I think he is athletic enough to finish at the rim and finish um, violently at the rim. Um, I remember two years ago, when I was on the post game with Brady and Madison, shout out to them, shout out Madison Morris, shout out Brady Trantham. You guys are great. But I know it sounds stupid. I know it sounds super simple. But I feel like Darius Bay, like this was two years ago. I feel like it's still the same. I feel like he can dunk it more. It's like <laughs> I, I know it sounds stupid, but I feel like sometimes he finishes. He wants yeah. to try like. Um, an acrobatic layup or anything, when he can just go up strong and, and finish over most people because he is that athletic. And I, I, I want to see that more. I know that sounds stupid and like maybe meatheadish of me a little bit, but I feel like he can finish a little bit stronger at the basket. But I, I thought he did some good things. He had seven points tonight, um, three of eight from the floor and eight rebounds um, to go along with. I mean, he also, he also had a block, but I, I thought. Offensively, I, I'm not ready to give up on Darius Baisley yet. I know that some people are. That some people are are done with the Darius Baisley experiment. Um, but I, just, I, I think that could be perfect for him because he is athletic enough. He is quick enough. Set that screen. Roll hard. Roll hard to the to the rim and, and try to finish with authority. I mean, 
He just it seems like he wants to try these acrobatic layups and he wants to pick and pop and that's just I don't think that's his game, Josh. I think it's too much flash and what what you're trying to say is that stick to the basics, basically, and I think he'd be one heck of a player. And I also think one thing that he needs to work on also is just believing in himself. Yeah. Just just believe that you can do the pick and rolls and stick to the basics and fundamentals and be a really good basketball player because I think we see that in snippets. And I think last season where maybe some confidence issues came was starting didn't do that well. Put him on the bench, does pretty well. You know what I mean? So I think that probably, I he probably did is well in his head. Off the bench. I, I agree. He did well coming off the bench tonight. I agree. I just think whenever you put him on the bench and he does gain more confidence, I think that hurts a little bit too because you're like, man, I want to start. Um, but yeah, I don't think you got to give up on Baisley just yet. Yeah, after I was a little harsh on that first game that we that we all watched together, but man, ever since then, I, I got to say this about the guy, at least on the offensive end. Yeah, I mean, he's he, he's shown flashes on the defensive end as well, but man. He's turning into one of those players that just always seems to be at the right spot at the right time. He gets those putbacks. Yeah. He gets the dump downs. I mean, I know we kind of we kind of bang on the guy a lot just because he doesn't always seem to have his head in the game. And you know, it might be a mental thing, just right. like Josh was saying. But man, I, the first—I mean, it was the first game that I got to see live this year. And I mean, he just does the little things right that doesn't show up on the stat sheet. I was really impressed with Baisley tonight. Yeah, I mean, he was getting there defensively. Uh, getting his getting his hands in the passing lanes and, and uh, man, I, I liked what I saw from Darius Baisley, especially that first half. Man, um, I liked what I saw from him coming off the bench. It was reminiscent of last year when he was asked to come off the bench after starting all year. Uh, he took it in stride and uh, made the best out of that situation when he could have easily, like, I mean, he's 21, 22 years old. Like, I mean, he could have easily pouted, hung his head, like. But but he didn't. So I, I like that. I, I like Baisley coming off the bench for this team. Um, I, I think that he definitely provides some value uh, coming off the bench. A couple um, more stats oh, here. Oh yeah, go ahead. Go uh, ahead. I just wanted to. Uh, I just wanted to note that it was a pretty physical first half. There were not a lot of fouls called, and uh, right. the, the times that Baisley was going up, you know, trying to get that dunk, trying to get, trying to be strong at the rim. I mean, he was getting pounded. I mean, probably yeah. more than anyone else uh, in the team that first half. So I got to commend him for. I mean, I, he was still going. I could count maybe four or five times where he went up strong, but I mean, just a no call. And I mean, you just gotta, you gotta, you gotta give the hand you were dealt. Uh, when stuff like yeah. that happens, and, and he rolled with the punches. Absolutely. And, again, that was like a meathead. That, that's like my meathead, like, basketball. Like, as a guy who lived below the rim in his high school <laughs> basketball days, uh, you know, I can only I can only just see a guy that's 6'10 and has all the bounce in the world. Like, dude, just dunk it. Just, do, just, just go be up there. strong. Just yep. go up strong. You can do this. I believe in you. Uh, a couple more stats before we get out of here. Uh, in this first segment, uh, Kendrick Williams had 10 points off the bench, seven boards, uh, two assists, was five of eight from the floor. Um, I, I mean, Kendrick Williams, man, again, I, I've said this before. I will say it again. If you, if, if in the Webster's Dictionary, if they had solid NBA player, Kendrick Williams would be the picture next to just, hey, yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's a solid player. Like that, that's that's what it would be. Like it would be Kendrick Williams' picture next to a solid NBA player in the Webster's Dictionary. Um, also, Mike Muscala, again, man, eight points, ten boards uh, off the bench. It didn't shoot a three, which was uh, which was a little bit surprising. That's kind of what uh, he does. That's kind of what he does. <laughs> that's kind of what he does. Also, one thing I wanted to note too, um, Ivaka Zubats almost had a triple double. Oh, and not the conventional triple double. He had ten points, fourteen <laughs> rebounds, 
in seven blocks. Oh, my. He had seven blocks. He was very close to getting the unconventional uh, triple-double there for the Clippers. But, I mean, um, the, the Clippers, we'll get into it more uh, coming up in the next segment. And then uh, in that third segment, we get to a vibe check, too. But the Clippers did it again, man. They uh, they out-tanked the Thunder. <laughs> shout out to, shout out to um, again, if you listen to the – the first day Thunder Post Game Show here on 1077 The Franchise. You know the Duke propaganda machine does never stop turning. It keeps rolling. Uh, Luke Kennard, leading scorer for the uh, LA Clippers off the bench. Luke Kennard, um, Duke, uh, I don't know, alum. I don't know if he ever got his. Uh, he, he left after his <laughs> sophomore year. He left after uh, his sophomore year. He, he didn't, didn't get the paper, though. He didn't stay the full four years to get the white villain uh, yep. tag. Not, not everyone hated him as much because he was only there for two years, but uh, still. Uh, I, I love him. Love him forever. Love him forever. Our sweet Luke. Our sweet Luke. Sweet, but guys, sweet Luke. <laughs> in the uh, in the next segment, we're gonna get our we we have we're bringing back a new uh, a segment a segment of old, if you will, the tank commander of the game, and then also we will have Drake take us around the association. Welcome back to the Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Thunder postgame show. Presented by TotallyTickets.com on 107.7 The Franchise. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. Actually, the Thunder were that guy. <laughs> tonight. They were that guy. Tonight. All of them they were hit, that guy. They hit a win 108-94 to over the Los Angeles Clippers, who just refused to let the Thunder tank in peace. I hate it. I, I hate the Clippers. Let the Thunder take in peace, please, L.A. I mean, I, I'm sorry that you gave up every single one of your draft picks from here to oblivion to get Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Um, and you also gave Oklahoma City Shea Gilgis-Alexander in the thank process. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Much appreciated. Appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, they also drafted uh, J-Dub, Jalen Williams out of Santa Clara. Uh, with one of your picks, so thank you again. Who's about to have a mask that. and go off, by the way. Absolutely. They're not ready for it. He will it. go off with a mask. They're not ready for Batman. <laughs> They're not ready for Batman, J-Dub. Um, but, Drake, I, I, know I, I know I'm putting you on the spot here. We will, get to, um, we will get to our tank commander here in just one second. Um, but, yeah, we are at Flint Restaurant underneath the Colcord Hotel. Come on out. Have some drinks. Say, ha- say hi to Kevin. To Matt at the bar, uh, they will take great, great care of you. Uh, I, I'm serious, guys. You're, I've been to a bunch of places downtown, especially since now I, I, I moved here. Now I'm an Oklahoma City resident. Yes, uh, I live in Midtown, right next to right next to downtown. You're, you're not going to find any better service here th- than here at Flint, man. They are, they are absolutely awesome. The vibes are immaculate, um, and they just want the best for you. I mean, come by. We Josh and I, we both had ribeyes tonight. Amazing. Um, I'm not going to say which one got medium rare, which oh. one got medium well. Oh. And that's not like the, not, not no a sh- shot. Yeah, yeah, not a shot. No shots. Not, no, no shots, shots fired. Um, but my juicy red steak <laughs> was fantastic. Nice. Uh, my medium no. well was also pretty good. My medium but well was absolutely, uh, really good. You're a monster. Come down, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely come down here uh, to Flint Restaurant underneath the Cold Court Hotel. Uh, say hi to Kevin, Matt. They'll take great, great care of you like they do to us. But, guys, uh, bringing back a segment of old, a segment that was lost uh, for all of last year, <laughs> but we were bringing it back. It's the tank commander of the game. We're good! Tanking! Yeah! No, I'm sorry. 
Sorry, we're going, we're going tanking through the quad and into the gymnasium. Come on, everybody! Yes. That was that my was first our, time hearing this. That's your first time hearing Tank Man. Absolutely huh? beautiful. That was the deal the, the first <laughs> uh, the first year of tanking myself, Madison Morris, Brady Trantham. Um, and again, that was one of my brainchilds, you know. Yeah, Drake, yeah, you can let that music ride. You yeah, can let, let it go. Ride. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll let the music go throughout this whole segment. Um, a little bit differently though. We're going to do it a little bit different. Everyone chose their, you know, tank commander of the game, which We've worked into our vibe check. So, our tank commander of the game. We're going to our old trusty stat. Very trustworthy, by the way. If you guys doubt it, you're the doubter. The plus minus. The <laughs> plus minus. Everyone's favorite stat. Uh, and it's a tie tonight, boys. It's a tie tonight between Usman Jang and Kendrick Williams. I think we should have a vote. Let's break the tie. Let's break the tie. Now... Let's say, uh, 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 Josh, you go first. Okay. Then I will let Drake go, and then yep. I will give my vote. But if, of course, if you guys choose the same, yep. then I, then you know your vote's off. My vote doesn't matter. My yep. vote does not matter at all. So now I will I will just lay the groundwork a little bit. Okay. Usman Jang, Kenrich Williams, both minus nine. Kenrich Williams played twenty five minutes. Usman. Okay, so we. we we let that we let that happen, right? Okay. Usman Jang, ten minutes. Kendrick Williams, twenty-five. Okay, so you know I'm not trying to sway your vote anyway here. But Josh, I will go to you first. Who is your tank commander of the game? We gotta break this tie at minus nine in the plus minus. My tank commander of the game, I am giving it to the person that I think works harder, is more fundamentally yeah. sound. Okay. That's Kenrich Williams. Okay. Sorry, Kenrich. Hold but, on. Uh, Hold you got a block, and uh, so so wait. Yeah. Tank commander, ahead, tank commander is the person who did the worst, right? And we think it's Kenrich. It right. can be whatever it's, you want. It can Over. be it can be whatever you want. It can be whatever you want. I was going with the plus minus. I was yeah. going with the plus minus. Now you can save, you can save that mm -hmm. for vibe check, Drake. You can save oh. your who you think did the worst. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Five check, but for tank commander specifically, we're going with our old trusty stat, the plus minus. Okay, very trustworthy. So, okay. And we had two. We had two on plus minus uh, minus nine. We right, had two right. tied. Yep. Usman Jang and Kenridge Williams. I'm so, not going to Usman Jang just because it's his first year. I'm, I'm not expecting much. Okay, and he only all. played ten minutes. He, he only played, played ten minutes. minutes. Well, you're yeah, not going to yeah, blame yeah. the guy. He shot up three threes too. Missed them all, but hey, he shot him. Um, I am going to go Usman Jang. I don't care if it is his first year. I don't care <laughs> oh, if he is 18. No. Um, I'm going to be honest. I saw I had to <laughs> He's leave. He's only 18. I had to leave after the third quarter. <laughs> so I don't know if he played any minutes in the fourth. <laughs> but the minutes he was out there, uh, he did so. miss a three. He didn't do particularly well on either side of the floor. And he was out of there before I even noticed he was in. Uh, listen, he's young. He I, Listen, he's a project. Not a, as much as Poku is a project. Hey, hey, we'll get to him later. But, uh, but uh, yeah, Usman is going to be tank commander of the game for me. Okay. Wow, Matt. It's, well, it's a tiebreaker my, for my you, My vote matters. Your my vote, vote matters. Your okay. vote matters. Um, my vote matters, and I'm going to go 
also with Uzma Jake because mm-hmm. I think Kendrick Williams uh, did uh, actually a really good job. <laughs> I thought Kendrick Williams uh, did pretty good for the minutes he was out there. 10.7 rebounds. Um, so, I, I don't know. Usman Jang, I know he only had 10 minutes in the game. But I don't remember those 10 minutes that he was in. So, <laughs> Not uh, memorable. I remember, I remember him missing two threes. Mm. And uh, that's about that's about it for Usman Jang's night. But, again, like Drake said, he's a project. It's okay. He doesn't have to be great right away. Does not have to be great right away. So that was our tank commander of the game segment of old that we have brought back. I like that one. It's a, it's based on a very trustworthy stat, the plus minus. Everybody loves it, and yeah. uh, I think people like that segment. Everyone loves plus minus, and <laughs> uh, we all know that. Drake, uh, we're about to get to around the association here in just a second, um, but I wanted to take this time just selfishly. Selfish yeah. to say that Luke Kennard led all scores, <laughs> led led uh, all scores for the Clippers with 15 points. And where did he go, Josh? Where did he go to school? Was it was it Kansas? No, absolutely Kentu- not. Kentucky, absolutely not. Uh, the the other he best school, Duke, Duke Blue Devil. Got it. And he led the Clippers in scoring. The Clippers refused to let the Oklahoma City Thunder have nice things. Uh, they do not want the Thunder to have Victor Wembanyama. Um, so yeah, no good for uh, good for the Clippers, I guess. And uh, really, shout out to Luke Kennard. Let's go, John Duke. Wall. Let's go, Duke. They do have John Wall. He's coming off the bench. <laughs> what did I just? Twelve points for him. Yeah, I know. I. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I know. If uh, I didn't see that there. Any of our other guys, uh, you know, anyone listening. Yep. I'm sure you can get where I'm going with this. John Wall finally had a chance to join a team in all red, mm. and it didn't go well. <laughs> so now he's on a team with blue and red, and. You know, you I, make I your just, own judgments, people. You know, he, he finally got his wish to get to a team with all red, and it didn't go well. So uh, if anyone in the know or anyone is picking up what I'm putting down, um, they know where to go with that. But, Drake, I think it is time for you to take us around the association. Oh, yeah. Got to let it ride out a little bit. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Got to say, it's a little light. It's a short one. The schedule is a little light tonight. (laughs) Um, Thunder Clippers, we've been talking about it. SGA, 33 points, five rebounds, eight assists, and a 108 to 94 win over the Clippers. It is the Thunder's first win of the season and the first win at home this season. Staying out west, the Pelicans uh, and the Mavericks played each other tonight. The Pelicans ended up winning that one, 113 to 111 in the Big Easy. Trey Murphy the third, that man showed up tonight. 22 points, five rebounds, one assist. Got to give a shout out to uh, the top player on the losing team, one Mister Luka Don- Doncic. Doncic, 37. MVP pick. 37. MVP pick. 37 points, 11 rebounds, seven assists, just short of a triple double. Hmm, moving on up, we're going out east to our nation's capital, Washington, D.C., where the Wizards played the Pistons and won 122 to 99. The Wizards, 3 and 1 on the season, 2 and 0 at home. Uh, Mr. Kyle Kuzma, yes, you heard me right. Kyle Kuzma, 25 points, 6 rebounds, 1 assist. 
for the Wizards? Hold that on, Kyle hold Kuzma. on. That Kyle Kuzma. Okay. Um, yeah. Now, now let, let, let's get to a game that's still being played out west. I believe DeAndre Hawkins and Larry Fitzgerald yes. are in attendance. Josh, I know that one was for you for your little fantasy oh. postgame show. A little plug. Uh, Sun, Thank Suns, you. Appreciate you. The Suns, 2-1, and 1-0 at home. They are currently up against the Warriors, 72-66. to Chris Paul doing Chris Paul things. 11 points, 3 rebounds, 6 assists. Just doing it all for him. Stephen Curry, 13 points, 3 rebounds, 4 assists for the Warriors. That game is at halftime right now. Uh, I've been watching it here on my little teleprompter here. Not teleprompter, TV, sorry. Wrong wrong, uh, <laughs> wrong career. But uh, <laughs> We're not on TV. Drew. Right, we're, we're not, not on, on TV. TV. I want to know what teleprompter we're doing. We off don't of. need a teleprompter. We, we ad-lib here, baby. It's, we uh, freelance. It's looking like Jordan Poole and Draymond Green are doing just fine on the court when it comes to camaraderie. So let's just all calm down. It was a friendly punch in the face. That. Yeah, we've all punched our friends in the face. We, we know how that goes. That, my friends, has been around the association. <laughs> Drake, I appreciate you. appreciate you taking us around the association, my friend. Uh, you are the best in this for a reason. Also, speaking of the Chris Paul game, uh, I did see while watching the Thunder game uh, here at Flint, uh, Chris Paul, the third player ever yep. to reach 11,000 assists. Jeez. A crazy amount of assists. Third player ever. Good for him. Hold on. Uh, I believe, I don't know, you guys can fact check me. I think John Stockton and yeah. Jason Kidd, yeah, maybe. Would, that, that sounds right. Those are my that first sounds two. John Stockton is right. definitely I know John Stockton. John Stockton's the lead league yeah, leader yeah, yeah. in assists and steals. Um, I think Jason Kidd played long enough to where he could get. <laughs> He's got to uh, be up there. He could get to second in the, um, in the assists. Category Drake, you can fact check me on that if if you'd like. I'm looking but it up shout right out now. To Chris Paul, man, Thunder legend. Not only Thunder legend, Oklahoma City basketball legend. It's true uh, from his time, the Hornets. But man, no shout out to uh, to Chris Paul. Um, how did Kate Cunningham do? I I actually wanted to see that he had 19 points. Okay, I'm hey, sure Jerry hey, cares. What are what are stats? 19 yeah, yeah. points. Yeah, well, Jerry, the Pistons lost, so <laughs> it doesn't matter. I know that's good for you. Jerry wants them to get Victor Wembanyama, so it, mm. it, it's not that big of a deal. You were correct. Um, I'm Matt. also looking back at the. Thank you. Hey, John Stockton, Jason, a broken kid. clock is right. Yep, you did it. I'm so proud of you. How far, can we know how far? Do you have the number of how far Chris Paul is from two? From Jason Kidd, he's still got a thousand, a thousand eighty-two to go. Okay. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So he might not. Okay. He might not. He might not touch it. Might got not it. touch that. Might <laughs> not touch that. Um, but now I'm looking at the Pelicans here. No, Brandon Ingram. No, Zion Williamson. Uh, mm, none of their Duke mm. guys, and they still won. That's still that's crazy. Dallas none of their Duke guys, and they still won. That's insane. What's more crazy? I don't think that'll happen again. What's more crazy, <laughs> them getting a dub with those two out, or the Thunder getting a dub when they only hit four three-pointers? <laughs> the Thunder. The yeah. Thunder. The Thunder getting a dub, only hitting four three-pointers. Um, yeah, four of... Yeah, do you know that number? Yeah, yeah, I do know the number. Uh, Drake, I know you're looking at... Four of 30. Josh... Take a guess. Okay. Oh, well, uh, thanks, gonna, Drake. Yeah, thanks, Appreciate Drake. Drake. Appreciate that. There goes the whole segment. Yep. Ruined. The delay. The delay. The delay is everything. The delay is Four of 30 with a three-point percentage wow. of 13 
0.3%. If I were to guess, um, my guess would have been like 22, 24. I was trying to be nice, but uh, thir- okay. 30 is a lot. 30's, 30 is a ton. 30 um, is a lot, especially <laughs> when you're only making four of them. Yeah, uh, I, I believe my dad, shout out, shout out dad, shout out Bush. I don't know if you guys know that my dad's that name is was nickname? Bush. No, that's his name. Wow. Love that name. That's his name. Shout out Bush. A strong name. Yeah, Bush. High school. It was a high school, high school basketball coach for many, many years mm. in the state of Oklahoma here, mostly at Piedmont, America. Did he ever win a uh, ring? He did not. He got mm. runner-up once. Mm. Um, close, Butch. It, very close. Very, very close uh, a couple of times. But he uh, he texted me, I believe it was to the tune of why the blank are we shooting so many threes? Mm. We're not any good. Um, so yeah, <laughs> we're not any good. Yeah, yeah, so we're not any good at well, shooting. Well, Butch, we got the dub. So, yeah, we got the dub. Got the dub. <laughs> hey, we played some old school basketball. We get might to have the been rim, up by twenty. Get to the rim. Finish at the rim. Um, but anyways, guys, on the other side, we will get to our Jalen Williams of the game. We will get a vibe check from all of us. And uh, more post game show rolling on. Also, Josh and I are here at Flint Restaurant underneath the Coldport Hotel. Come by, see us. Um, it is just northwest of the uh, of wow. the Paycom Arena. Yeah, I know. Directions. I, the directions. Yeah, you man. got me. Colonel directions. I know. Northwest of the Paycom Arena. Come by, say hi <laughs> to Kevin. Say hi to Matt at the bar. They will take you. Uh, they will take you to places you've never been. You know. I'm not laughing at somebody that just fell on the sidewalk outside. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm really not. A, they, were they on a lime scooter? Uh, no, nope, just scooters? walking. Okay, just, just walking. Just walking. Hey, walking is hard. Walking <laughs> is hard, especially when it's a little cold out like it is tonight. Uh, just a little brisk coldness outside. It, it makes stepping off those sidewalks just a little bit tough. Mm. A little bit tough. Welcome back to the Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Thunder postgame show presented by TotallyTickets.com on 107.7 The Franchise. Majestic Wolf Lamp and his family. This is Galco, which is Hebrew for kindness. Franchise first take Thunder Post Game Show. Matt Burton, Josh Connett, Drake Vidito here at Flint Restaurant underneath the Cold Court Hotel. Come by, say hello to Kevin, say hello to Matt. Uh, they will take fantastic care of you. Uh, we were just talking to Kevin a little bit during the break. Uh, me and him were nerding out a little bit over video games and. Uh, no, they're just awesome. They're they're just awesome dudes, man. They they will take fantastic care of you. Seriously, one of the best wait staffs here uh, in all of Oklahoma City. They 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 will take fantastic fantastic care of you. Come by to Flint Restaurant underneath the Colcord Hotel, just northwest of the Paycom Center. Um, Drake, we will go to the uh, Jalen Williams of the game first, but the Thunder get the victory, their first win. Of the year, one hundred eight to ninety four against the Clippers that just refuse to let the Thunder have nice things. They just don't want the Thunder. Like I'm sorry, I'm sorry that the Thunder undoubtedly won that trade a few years ago, where no you know, they decided to blow it up. And you know, I'm sorry that Sam Presti kind of had you guys over a barrel a little bit, and he, uh, he knew that hey, you're going to get Kawhi Leonard only. 
if you get Paul George. Yep. So he was like, all right, every pick from here to, like I said earlier, here from here to oblivion. Here's the next and, generation. Uh, here's also Shea Gildas Alexander, a nice little He's a decent uh, rookie guard from <laughs> Kentucky. Uh, you know, he might be something, he might not. And thank goodness uh, he definitely is something. But before, without further ado, actually, I think it's time we get to our Jalen Williams at the game. Um, well, I mean, it's a really cool moment. You know, I think it's pretty rare to have somebody with the exact same name as you. Um, yeah, so it was, it was kind of surreal. And then um, I go by J-Dub, and then that's J-Will. So we kind of been figuring that out since we got here. I mean, come on. I know you. You know you. And I know you know that I know you. All right, guys. I, I, full disclosure here. This segment was made. Not knowing that J Dub would miss, you know, get hit a, a, in good, the eye. a good portion. Yeah, that he would get elbowed in the eye and miss a good portion of the year. Physically assaulted. Um, yeah, physically <laughs> he got physically assaulted, and was this, that a foul? This 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 segment was made in good faith, mm-hmm. um, thinking that you know what, it's okay. He might yeah. miss a few games here and there, but I didn't know he was going to miss an extended period of time here to start the year. Uh, and ruin this segment, but we gave ourselves an out. We gave ourselves a little bit of an a out. A really good out. A really good out. A really good um, out. So again, guys, the only one that is available for the Kenrich Williams, or for the Jalen Williams of the game, is Kenrich Williams. Yep. Uh, he gets a half point, uh, Kenrich does. He had 10 points, 7 rebounds. He was 5 or 8 from the floor. Played 25 minutes um, tonight. And just, again, like I said, if you got a, if you got the Webster's uh, definition in the dictionary for who's just like a solid NBA solid player, player. it's Kendrick Williams, man. He, he's just a solid player, and and again, I think any contender would love to have Kendrick Williams on their team. I know he was in some trade, he was involved in some trade talks um, last year a little bit, but again, I, I feel this way a little bit about. Kenrich and a little bit about Lou Dort. Um, and, and follow me here. And I'm not, I'm not saying they're the same player by any means. We're following you. But last year, Lou Dort was on about $1.5, $1.7 million. Mm-hmm. That was what his contract was coming off of that, yep. that two-way deal. They signed him into that, that kind of... The deal, if a two-way guy happens to get a, a long... A, not long-term deal, but Happens to get a, a, a deal, which is what Lou Dortz was. He, he was signed off of a two-way deal. It's about $1.5 million a year. So that's what Lou Dortz was. And Kendrick Williams was on a, a low contract. He was also on an expiring deal of about $2.5 million. Now, these guys get extended to bigger money. And I think that's more tradable. That's more tradable of a contract, uh, Lou Dort and Kendrick Williams as well. Uh, now that they're not on, you know, lower in salary. Now that they can they can kind of match a little bit if anyone wants to trade um, some. So I know I, I'm on a little bit of a tangent here. I'm talking I'm talking a lot of numbers. I'm throwing a lot of numbers. A lot of numbers at us. A lot of numbers. At You're you. a, a number lot of guy. salary cap stuff here. Uh, we need John Ham. Shout out John Ham. <laughs> Um, to uh, 
to tell us a little bit about, about numbers, but um, yeah, no. Kendra's Williams, guys. This is my Jalen Williams of the game. Great pick, mainly because um, J-Dub, yes, elbow to the eye, out, yep. correct. And uh, J-Will, I'm not sure if he's played a minute. DNP coaches the So, uh, yep, still getting the DNP treatment. That's okay because Kenrich Williams is the most dependable person. And I'm so glad we gave us gave ourselves an out on this segment. Yeah. Because he is an amazing out. He's probably the best out we could have. Uh, like you said, his 10 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists, great stats. He uh, got tank commander of the game for me. And he's also <laughs> getting Jay Will of the game. So, congrats. Okay. I've been thinking long and hard while we've been going over numbers. Oh, no. And uh, I think uh, the only reasonable answer for uh, J. Will of the game is K. Will. Mr. Kung Fu yeah, Kenny. Absolutely. Kenrich nice. Williams. Quill. Um, yeah, Quill. you know, if you would have blindfolded me and said, here's a stat line for Kenrich, what do you think his plus minus would have been? I probably <laughs> would have guessed right. uh, minus nine, but lo and behold, we don't take into account plus minus because it's stupid um Kendra, well, well, so well, well. we we so dumb and i and we talked about we talked about aaron wiggins earlier and you know the kind of player that he is that just solid role player well guess what mr wiggins k williams is your grandpa he is the og <laughs> of the style you were trying to run sir okay put some Your respect best. on kenrich's name he is my j will of the game Great pick. Thank you. Thank you. We Great also pick. got a suggestion earlier. Um, this this would count for like point .1 points. So Drake, Drake's keeping track too. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. We've, we've kept track of yeah. this all year. We will definitely go over the, we'll the points Drake the at, at the end of the year. At yeah. the end of the year, we'll go over the points system um, and all that. But Jerry Ramsey, TV's Jerry. Legend. Legend. Absolute, absolute legend. Um, said that if, if, if none of these guys play, basically, yep, we should do a man of the match like they do in soccer, Premier League. I am I, a big soccer fan. I don't know if you guys are. I'm a big soccer fan. So, yes, man of the match, is that's a big deal. You win a man of the match. That's awesome. Um, so you will get point one points. Basically, you get a, a rushing yard. If, if in fantasy football terms, nice. you get you get a rushing yard if uh, if you pick Trey Mann as your man of the match slash Jalen Williams of the game. So, okay, okay, uh, the, well hold on though. We're kind of expanding here. He said, we're hold kind on of expanding though. the Jalen Williams. Drake's of the game. keeping track of the points, so he's just gonna make but sure we, that we didn't do this tonight. We didn't do yeah, this yeah, tonight no, no, because no. obviously Kendrick Williams played right. So if in the event of J Dub, <laughs> J Will, and Kenridge Williams not playing, then yep. we will have to be for we will be forced yep. to go man of the match. Okay, but what happens when the Thunder play the Clippers again and none of the aforementioned people are playing? We're gonna yep. have to give it to Terrence Man. That's not Terrence good. Man, yes, that's he not be good. Our man of the match. There are no rules that says it has to be a Thunder player. There okay. are no rules. Guys, okay. Williams is a very common last name. Surely we can find another. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Surely. I believe in us. Absolutely. But, guys, I think it is time to get yes. to our award-winning segment. I don't know what award it's won, but I'm sure All it's of them, one. probably. I'm sure it's won one <laughs> at some point. It's time to get to our vibe check. You know the f- vibes? You sure you're all good? No, I'm actually not good, man. Can I tell you something? Yeah, bro, yeah. The vibe's off, man. 
Uh, the, the park vibe? Yeah, the park vibe's off, man. Get real, dude. Your vibe's off. Is it noticeable? Is it noticeable? I, I don't know. I think I feel like I bring in some good vibes. All right, you have four minutes to tell me what the is going on. I, I don't know, man. I, I, th I thought my vibe was chill, bro. No, well, you thought wrong. So, that's your that's your that's your bad. <laughs> let's get a vibe check. Yes, let's get a vibe check. I think it's time, Josh Conant. I think I will go to you first, and then to Drake Vitito back in the studio. Josh, let's get a vibe check from you, man. Vibe check. Vibe check, vibe check, vibe check. Bad vibes. I think we do those first. I've only done this we a few times. Do, and no one's ever messed it up. Nobody's ever messed it up. If they did, I would uh, I would tell them. I would probably out them on radio. But, and if uh, they did, they would promise to not mess it up ever again. <laughs> and, and I'm sure they wouldn't. I'm sure they wouldn't mess it up two times, three yep. times, whatever it was. Yep. Uh, but bad vibes. I'm going to go to the three-point line. Because, as we said before, they won this game. Yes. Hooray. They won this game. 108-94. Yes. But they made four three-pointers. Not only that, they weren't just 4 to 10. They weren't 4 of 20. They were 4 of 30, Matthew and Drake. What? What 13, is that? 13.3%. <laughs> that's good? It's not good. No, not good. Yeah, yeah. Actually. And that's why it's bad vibes because, uh, yeah, they could not make much from out, outside and they just kept, uh, kept throwing it up. Shout out SGA and Trey Mann for making the uh, two each. And, uh, yeah, besides that, nobody made one. So uh, bad vibes goes to the three point line. Good vibes. First time here at Flint, I'm giving it to them because this place is absolutely beautiful. The waiting staff is absolutely amazing. The food is tremendous. And uh, it's just great vibes. Amazing, amazing vibes. If you haven't been here, come here. That's not absolutely true, though, right? Because I mm -hmm. I ordered, I basically ordered you to come to Flint last That's year. That's right. That's right. Uh, you at did. Some, you, at, at the end, you did. For thanking you. That's right. Basically thanking you for producing for us. You did. Us crazies, myself and Christine Butterfield. Shout out to Christine Butterfield. Um, Miss you. Always in our hearts. Always in our hearts. Miss you. Nothing she's happened. okay, guys. She's Nothing okay. happened to her. She, <laughs> she's okay. She's actually fine. She's she actually has, thriving in she's Connecticut. She's actually thriving in Connecticut, yep. but shout out to her. But, um, but yeah, no. Absolutely. Great, I, great I, vibes. I like your vibe check. Drake, great vibes to Drake, fun. let's get your vibe check. Okay. Starting with the bad vibes. I kind of teased it earlier in the show. I'm going to go with our our friend, our ally, our tank commander, even though we didn't give it to him this time, but he should have gotten it. <laughs> Alexei Pokusevsky. Okay. No, boo, yeah, boo, yeah. Boo, I'm sorry. Boo, I'm sorry. Boo. You know, this was the first game I got to go see live this season. I was really looking forward to it, but that man cannot get out of his own way. When something bad goes wrong, it's an avalanche. It's not fun to look at. Uh, there was a point where he got subbed in, and he actually made a good play, and they still subbed him out with like, <laughs> and he was in the game for about thirty seconds to forty-five seconds. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm gonna. Th I'll throw in this. I'll throw in. Okay, it's four games into the season. It's early. I'm gonna give him the same, uh, the same treatment I gave. Uh, Baisley, it's early. He can change. I'm still holding out, but for tonight, Poku is bad vibes of the night. Drake, Drake, before before you get to your good vibes, I, I just want to let you know that you're you're basically talking bad about family because Josh and I we 
you know, we're, we're entering into the game, definitely in the right entrance. And uh, we saw Poku's family. Entire family. Entire family. Dad, dad, very Serbian. And uh, his brother. Who was Poku, very, by the way. Who was Poku, by the way. Who was basically just Pokushevsky. He, he looked exactly he like looked him. Very similar to Alexei Pokushevsky. Uh, height, everything. Yeah. Looks, everything. The same. Um, so you're basically talking about family. Now, listen, did we talk to Pokushevsky's family? No. But we were right behind basi- them. We were right behind them. We were right behind them in line. Same thing, and really. So you're basically talking about family. So I'm just saying, watch your mouth. Okay. And go ahead with your good vibes. Go ahead with your good vibes. <laughs> Okay, good vibes. I think this one's kind of easy. You could go either or on this one. I'm going to go with uh, one of the only two Thunder players to make a three-pointer tonight. And no, 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 no. (laughs) I'm going team man, not Terrence man, Trey man. Okay, we said it before earlier. Trey man is a microwave. He can get hot very, very fast. And uh, he's been on the cusp of 30 a lot this season. And you know what? I'm going to go take it a step further. I bet he's not only going to get a 30-burger sometime soon, he's going to be either at the cusp or getting multiple 30-burgers before we get to the halfway point of the yep. season. Mr. Trey Man, Mr. Good Vibes of the night. I love that. That's a great That's a great good vibes. Absolutely love that. Absolutely love that. Uh, my bad vibes, guys. I got to do it. We talked about it a little bit in the, in the first segment. And we do bad vibes first. Josh, yes. I know you're looking at me all weird uh, right now. Like, I was going to mess it up, but I'm not, obviously. I'm so proud of no you. No one's ever messed it up. No. Lou Dort. It goes to Lou Dort tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so sorry, Lou. Offensively, 1 of 11 from the field. 0 of 6 from the 3-point <laughs> line. Um, bad stretch. Bad stretch like we talked about earlier. Um Listen, uh, uh, Drake, I'm with you. I I, I know it, it's a small sample size, but for this specific game, Ludor gets my bad vibes. Uh, he's just not not performing. But in the uh, most dependable stat, plus minus, he had plus 25, which absolutely. is the highest for the Thunder. The highest. So. The highest. So um, is he really bad vibes? Yes, he is. <laughs> yes, because, he is. I, because this is my time. This you're right. Is you're, my your time, time to shine. Uh, to choose. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go similarly. Okay, okay, also, also, honorable mention, and I think collectively, yes, Shed Gilgis Alexander gets our. He gets, gets it every he, game. He gets, he gets an honorable mention. Good vibes. He gets it every this is game. just what he deserves. It right. He, yes, he deserves some recognition. He is awesome. He's the closest thing the Thunder have to an All Star. Um, if he doesn't get it this year again, it'll just be because the Thunder's record is so bad come the All Star break that. He's kind of out of contention. But uh, his stats up to this point, man, he's just been awesome. I mean, tonight he had 33 points. And it was a little bit louder. It was a little bit louder this time. Um, but in that first half, Josh, when you and I were there, I mean, it was yep. it was a little it was a little quiet. It was quiet. And he was like, oh, yeah, he's like 16, 17 points at that. Yep. Like, it's just, it's just what he does. Um, but, I, Josh, I'm going with a similar stat. Yes. Plus minus. For my good vibes. For my good vibes here, no, not plus minus. No, not plus minus. That was that's safe for that's stupid. <laughs> Mine's going to the team rebounds. Wow, the Thunder out rebounded the Clippers sixty to forty seven. And that's, now that's a lot of rebounds. Not only that, the Thunder had twenty one offensive rebounds compared to the Clippers seven. Now the second chance points. That's more opportunities. 
And again, those those pesky Oklahoma City Thunder with that actively don't want to get a center, don't want to get a big guy. Yep, don't want it. Stay away. They've out-rebounded again. They've done it again. Somehow, the Thunder pull it off again. They are leading uh, in the rebound category. Um, good good for the Thunder. I mean, that's, that's just good vibes all the way around. Uh, crashing the glass, sweeping the glass, if you will. Uh, 21 offensive rebounds for the Thunder. That's honestly insane. That is honestly insane. So that is my good vibes, the rebound total. I know you said it earlier, but I just want to emphasize on it. SGA, I know you're listening. Just because you don't get good vibes from us every night doesn't mean we don't love you. Please don't leave us. Yeah, it's just like this is what we expect from you. Yeah, yeah. You're just doing amazing things. You do it every single night. Yeah. We can't just give it to you every night. Hey, SGA. Hey, would you rather have a good vibe (laughs) check every night or would you rather have an all-star nod? Okay, let's think about it. Uh, True. Absolutely. Let's think about that. Pick one. Let's put things into perspective. He might pick good vibes, though. He might like our show. Who knows? Uh, Josh, I will go to you first. And then, Drake, you can follow up after Josh. Josh, final thoughts for tonight. The Thunder get their first, first victory of the year over the Clippers, who do just refuse to let the Thunder have good things. First win. It's exciting. I think it's exciting to get the first win under the belt this season in a season that they've been competing under the uh, 0-3 record. Now they got a win, so maybe they can build on that and uh, go beat some teams that are healthier, maybe. Because if Kawhi and PG are in this game, I, th- I think it's a different story. I think they're 0-4. Um, but they get the win, 108-94. Um, obviously, we want them to shoot better from three. Please do it next game. Please just make more than four. Maybe don't shoot 30. Um, but besides that, yeah, congrats on the Thunder. Great win. Great team win. I love you guys. Okay. Um, I'm going to be honest. Uh, this game was net positive for me. Uh, and I'm not just saying that because this was the first game I was able to attend live this season. Uh, I think there's a little bit of a glaring. I think there's a little bit of a glaring issue at the three-point line. And maybe just shooting in general for a couple of people. Um, I think those. I think those problems will get turned around. What really excited me about this team was, like you said, Matt, the team rebounding. Um, that And you know what that tells me with the team that doesn't have a true center? That means that tells me that all five guys are crashing the boards. That's always a good thing when you have buy-in on the boards because if you win the rebound battle, hey, guess what? You have a really good chance of winning the game overall, and they did it. Uh, I think if PG and Kawhi would have been there, I think just like Josh said, it would have been a little bit different. But man, if they would have kept that, if they would have kept that discrepancy on the boards, oh boy, it might have been closer than many people would uh, put on to believe. But uh, overall, first win, uh, first game in the books, uh, at least for me in Paycom, and next game. I'll be uh, at Flint and get to meet all the wonderful people there. So, really, just Absolutely. good vibes all around. Just good vibes all around. Absolutely. Uh, Drake, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I know you are old enough to sit at the bar, right? I am, yeah. I am I am okay, 24. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, 24. shout out. Shout out. Shout out. By the way, Drake, I, I know you're about to say this, but... Happy birthday, man. Yes. Happy birthday, Drake. Yes, yesterday, guys. correct? Uh, yeah, yesterday. 24, the big 2-4. King Griffey year, the baby. big 2-4. We're finally the same age, Drake. It's good to, good to see. The and big 2-4. We'll sit, we'll sit at the bar and have great times. Hopefully, you get to meet Kevin uh, and Matt. Uh, I mean, they're, they're just awesome. Kevin and Matt sound like a couple of dandies. <laughs> 
Dand- I'm not talking dandelions. about myself. I'm not talking about myself. There's another guy named Matt here. He is uh, he is just the best. Um, but my final thoughts for me, man. Good to get a win. Listen, the 23 and a half, it's not going to happen overnight. You're not going to – I know we're, we're pro-tank a little bit. Yeah, pro-tank. Pro whispering, whispering. We're, we're pro-tank so we're a little bit. three feet away from uh, the stadium. Let's be quiet down. We're pro-tank a little bit on, on this post-game show. But the 23 and a half, we, I think we all have the over. We all have the over on the win total yeah. uh, of 23 and a half for the Oklahoma City Thunder last year. They had 22 last year. And at the end of the year, they were just signing 10-day 10, 10 contracts to guys and playing them 40 minutes a year, a, a week, so a game. So, I mean, you know, I think the 23-and-a-half, it's, it's not going to happen overnight, okay? this is These are gradual. It's going to be gradual, and uh, it, it's nice to see the Thunder going to win. Listen, it, it was going to happen eventually, and... It just had to happen against the Clippers. <laughs> if we had to choose a game, it was a Clippers. Who refused to? Ha- this is this is the uh, this is the rare rare uh, win win scenario. There it is for for the uh, for yep. the Thunder because the Thunder again now listen they had their unprotected pick last year yep. now they have their pick swap. Listen, it probably won't get used because the Thunder will probably have more uh, more losses than the old than the old Clippers this year. Maybe who knows? Um, but it, it was good to see good to see the Thunder. Win and win in good fashion, like like we said, out rebounded them sixty to forty seven, out offensive rebounded them twenty one to seven. You love to see that. That's just team buy in right there. That's just wanting it just a little bit more. Um, Shea Gilgeous Alexander looking. I mean, listen, I want him to get an All Star nod. That would be awesome, not only for the Thunder but for the city of Oklahoma City, just to be like, hey. Like, we're still here, guys. I, I, was, I was getting my hair cut today, and uh, the, the lady that cuts my hair, she's awesome. Her name's Kendra. She was saying, hey, like, I, I we used to go to all the Thunder games. It was awesome. But then once everyone got kind of traded away and left and all that yep. stuff, it was kind of hard for her to, like, you know, feel, you know, with the team, <laughs> if you will, because she just didn't know anyone. Yep. If Shea Gilgis Alexander gets like that that All Star nod, I mean that that's just listen. I know Thunder fans listening to this, you know Shea, but for those kind of fringe fans that have kind of faded away since the Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook days, even the Russell Westbrook, Paul George, Paul George days, yep. like I, I mean, Shea Gilgis Alexander is a, is definitely a face of the franchise guy, and I, I mean he's just proving it in game in game out. Man, he 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 is awesome, man. 33 points tonight. He is awesome. And, and listen, the the I know I'm I'm speaking to the Thunder fans that watch every game and all this stuff. But for the Thunder fans that don't, maybe buy into the Trey Mans of the world. You know, mm, buy into choice. some of these young guys um, that that are getting some playing time and doing the most that they can with this playing time. Just buy into some of this development. And, and I promise you, a couple years from now, I think the Thunder can be very. Very good. Um, but, guys, great postgame show. Drake, I'm looking forward to. Uh, also, uh, no postgame show uh, for us next game um, against the Clippers. It will also be a home game on the 27th. Uh, there will be pregame for Jerry, Brandon, and Daniel. No postgame for us. We will be having Thursday night football. I believe the Buccaneers and the Ravens will be playing on the 107th of the franchise. 
But for Matt Burton, for Josh Connett, for Drake Vitito, this has been your franchise first take Thunder Post Game Show. See you next time, guys. Up next, Sports Map Radio, right here on 177 The Franchise. Already in progress. 1077 The Franchise and The Franchise Mobile App. I mean, you could be looking at Thanksgiving. You know, by the time we get to Thanksgiving, you could be talking about a situation where we're looking at a, you know, a a six-win Packer team that's got no shot to make the playoffs, even as bad as and mediocre as some of the NFC is, you could be looking at a situation where you've got to make a decision to find out what Jordan Love can be for the rest of this season. And if that means benching Aaron Rodgers and hurting his fragile ego, then it might just be what they have to do. 1-800-224-2004, 800-224-2004. Do you think the Packers would sit Aaron Rodgers at some point if it got bad this season? Because let's be honest, at 3-4 and four and playing the way they have, it's going to get worse. 4, 4-6, four uh, we'll say 3-4, and 3-5, and 4-5, and 4-6, 5-6. I mean, if after the Eagles game they're five and seven with five to play, why wouldn't you go to Jordan Love at that point? I, I just I think it's something you have to consider if you're this organization. And the Green Bay Packers is the same record as the Chicago Bears, and we know how bad the Bears have been this year. What's what's the point? It's not like Rodgers is chasing any records. He's not going to catch anything that Brady has. He's won you a Super Bowl. What do you owe him at this point? What, he should be able to finish out a a crappy season and make your fan base suffer? And not be able to start the process of moving forward to Jordan Love? And don't talk to me about the contract that Rodgers has. Because all of that is, is machinations for the sake of the salary cap. Rodgers has always made it clear at this point in his career, he is year to year. And he's dropped hints that this will be his last year anyway. So what do you owe him? What, the right to go out on his own? When the guy's just going to be a miserable, whining, complaining veteran? I, and, and, you know, taking Matt LaFleur down with him. I think you owe LaFleur and the rest of this organization and the fan base the opportunity to see what Jordan Love could be during an NFL regular season for at least a healthy sample of games. And I think if you're the Packers, I think 
you may have the opportunity, I, I'm trying to use it in a positive way, an opportunity to do that. If you're talking about a 5-17 and 17 through 12 games, which is very real in terms of what this team could be, that's kind of a rosy outlook on what this team could be. 800-224-2004. 800-224-2004. Let me know what you think on Twitter as well, uh, at the back page. Hit me up there. We'll come back, wrap up this hour of the cash-in on SportsMap Radio. If you're missing the cash-in with Jason Page, then you're missing this. It's a great night if you're everybody except Taylor Denny, the dude who had the 15-leg parlay for $10, payout $74,702. He had the first 14 parts right, and FanDuel offered him the payout, $23,099.63, and he didn't. He went for the seventy-four dollars in every gambler's existence, there are moments where you have an opportunity to walk while you're up. The difference between the professional gamblers that make money and the gamblers that are at the pawn shop the next morning is the ability to know when to walk away. Mm-mm-mm. Now he's probably crying in his beer at Circa or wherever he was. I mean, somebody better do a wellness check on that dude. The Cash-In, weeknights at 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific on Sports Map Radio. Imagine learning about radio and being mentored by true radio professionals in real radio stations. Well, actually, you don't have to imagine because there's Radio Connection. Radio Connection gives you the opportunity to learn one-on-one and be mentored by radio pros. Plus, you don't have to worry about getting into a crazy amount of debt with school tuition either. Radio Connection keeps their tuition at much lower costs. To find out more info, visit RadioConnection.com. Fred Nation with Fred Fowler and Greg Frank. I think there's some backlash on Judge because of this. Yes. And it's like, well, look, you're not, you know, Barry Bond's the guy. You're not the guy. And, and and it's not fair to him. Aaron Judge is having a great and season. I'm pretty sure Judge grew up in the Bay Area watching Barry Bonds. I'm pretty sure he has said in the past, Barry Bonds is the record. Like, I, and so that, that's, again, the, the But no, it's the media and, forcing and, it down and, your throat. Exactly. And, and, and it's just, it gets to a point where if Aaron Judge doesn't care that much about it, then stop telling me why I should care about it. And, you know, if Tua thinks the protocol was fine, then don't tell me the protocol is screwed up. Yeah, but that's, I mean, again, that, that's them dictating the message, right? right. And, A narrative, right. And you know what? It's on us to call them out for it. And that's what that segment was about. There you go. Fred Nation, weekday afternoons from 1 to 4 Eastern. The diehards. Arguably one of the greatest athletes that will ever grace the earth, Bo Jackson. And I was watching 30 for 30 on Bo Jackson. Number one draft pick in the NFL, and he does what? He says, hey, you know what? I'm going to go play baseball. The marketing campaign with Nike and Bo Nose and all the stuff. I can go on and on. I was playing Madden on Xbox 360 in college, so I don't know. I can't. Shut it. The Diehards, weeknights from 8 to 10 Eastern on the SportsMap Radio Network. Sports Talk, only better. The cash-in with Jason Page continues on the Sports Map Radio Network. Phoenix keeping the gas pedal down on the Golden State Warriors tonight. 105.88. 
Suns on top. 11 minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Right now, the game total is 244.5, the live betting on it. 244.5, and the Warriors are plus 16.5. You won't see that very often this year. This all, of course, on the live betting. I told you when the game was at 240.5 to take the under. And in a game with this sort of score, I think you are much more likely to see this game wind up under that 240 and a half, but we'll have to wait and see. 107.88 Phoenix on top of Golden State as they play in the fourth quarter uh, in Phoenix, the doubleheader, the back half of the doubleheader tonight uh, on TNT. The first game went to New Orleans without Zion Williamson, able to beat Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, In the next hour of the show, a follow-up on... The story I talked about uh, on last night's show, and that is the appearance of impropriety uh, with NFL referees during the Tampa Bay-Carolina postgame. Uh, we'll get to that coming up in the next hour. Another thing, I, I, I don't want to be the guy that says I told you so, but something I predicted when it came to Prime Video and Amazon and the NFL and the ratings coming to pass. I'll explain. You'll also hear from Kurt Heelan of Pro Basketball Talk at NBCSports.com. So stick around. Another hour of the cash-in right around the corner on Sports Map Radio. Stay with us. KRXO FM and KRXO HD Oklahoma City. A pro- Tyler Media. You're listening to Sports Map Radio on 1077 The Franchise. Your flagship station for Oklahoma Sooner Sports. 1077.